0: Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to Underneath the Clothes podcast, episode number 35, The Power of Letting Go. I want to know who started this claim that we have to do it all in order to run a successful business. Have you ever thought if I just push a little bit harder, then I'll be able to get XYZ done? Or if I just work late three days this week and maybe a little bit on Saturday, then I'll finally maybe be caught up. I know, I totally have, and maybe you have too. It's so easy to get caught up in this thinking that if you push through a little more or work a few more hours or sacrifice more of your personal life for your business, that you'll reach this place of feeling accomplished and content. You're even more likely to fall into this mindset as you really love what you do. You're passionate, hardworking, and more often than not, you say yes to giving more of yourself to others. I know all of this very well. If you weren't passionate about your business, there's no way you would have had the courage to start in the first place. Adam Grant, a research professor, author of workplace psychology books, and famous TED Talk presenter, reworked a famous quote, and I kind of like it. You may know the famous line of, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. He remade it to do what you love and you'll kind of work all the time. And it's so true. If you love something, you'll get rather obsessive about it and it can quickly consume you. But if you are the woman who feels like you're constantly working but not really getting anywhere, or the woman who loves her business but is feeling more and more completely exhausted by it, that you're thinking of giving it up, then pay attention, my beautiful, passionate friend, because I have some thoughts for you. In my 10 plus years of being a small business owner, I have felt the most in control and the most empowered, not on the days when I had my hand in every single part of my business, but on the days when I stepped back and let my team take ownership. I'll repeat that for you ladies in the back. The key to taking back control of your business is to quit doing it all, relinquish control and empower others to take on some of the ownership. Letting go is not weak. It's actually really, really powerful. It means getting back your time and energy and igniting that fire that you had when you first started your business and were so excited about it every single day. It also means having the freedom to step away from your business if you need to because you have an out-of-this-world team at your back handling everything until you return. You are amazing and you deserve to wake up each day and love what you do. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's show and find out how to get off the hamster wheel and start letting go. I'm Chelsea, your host of Underneath the Clothes podcast. I'm a business and life coach, certified strengths finder coach, and the owner of Chelsea's Boutique. Being an entrepreneur for over a decade has taught me a lot of fun, but often hard lessons. I have gained a ton of knowledge in almost all realms of owning and operating a business, and I know I can help you save money and grow your profit, all while working less and running your business instead of it running you. You guys, I am so excited. The course that I have been working on for months is now live. The digital course that you can take at your own pace is now available to you right now. This is the course I created from the demand of almost every one of the clients I personally coached over the last year. They all wanted my inside knowledge, tips, and help on hiring and onboarding right. So in true entrepreneurial style, I created a digital product so anyone can have my coaching and training on these subjects without having to work one-on-one with me. The Hiring Blueprint course is made up of seven modules ranging from communicating your mission and vision, setting an organizational chart and duties, writing job descriptions, conducting interviews, implementing expectation agreements, and making the offer that sets everyone up for success. If you're a business owner who has added some people to your team, but feel the need to conduct hiring with a little more structure, or if you're a business owner and are making your first time hire, this course is absolutely for you. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention in each module and lesson, there's a free downloadable template worksheets and real examples I use in my own businesses to help guide you in your hiring journey. I highly encourage you to give it a look over and see if this online course is right for you and your business. You can visit businessonpurpose.co to check it out or simply click the link in the show notes. I guarantee that if you want to have the business you have pride in, the one that staff members rant and rave about that wins the best culture awards, you'll be on the right path with this course. You may have already guessed that the first step in letting go is hiring the right people. we focus focused this entire season of the podcast on this topic, and that's because I honestly believe that hiring right is the primary way you can grow your business without working 80 hours a week and totally burning yourself out in the process. Let me be real with you here. I could fall off the face of the earth and my business would continue to grow and move forward because the people I have set in place care and love for it as much as I do. Seriously. This past fall, I went to Florida to fulfill a lifelong dream of attending a Tony Robbins event. I recorded an entire episode on the experience. If you want to hear more about it, I think it was number 35 if you're searching, but I was gone an entire week. And can you guess how many times my team called or messaged me for help with work-related stuff while I was gone? Zero big goose egg. They did not call or text me even once because they totally had it under control. I enjoyed a week of learning and growing as a leader and soaking up a little sunny beach time, knowing they were taking care of everything at the boutique. We all have things come up in our life from time to time, and it's scary to realize you are in a business that will stop working if you do. About five years ago, I went through a really bad divorce. I was in complete shutdown mode and I felt paralyzed, unable to move, and my team took care of everything while I worked to get back on my feet. Not only did they take care of it all, that year we also had our biggest year ever up until that point. Was it hard for me to ask for help? (laughs) You bet it was, just like I know what it is for you too. But what I realized from this experience is my team wants to help me and that this business means a lot to them too. I mean, that's what a team does, right? We take care of each other. We look out for one another and we put what is best for the total team and organization first. As often as you help other people and encourage and lift them up, don't forget to let them help you too. One of the biggest indicators you are doing something right is when clients come into your business, not looking for you, but for someone else on your team. I remember that initial feeling of shock the first time this happened to me. I was working at the boutique and a customer came in and asked for Casey, who was the boutique manager at the time. I think this customer's exact words when she saw me went something like, oh, I was hoping Casey would be working today. Nothing against you. I'm just used to her and she knows what I like. Do you guys know how flippin' excited I was to hear that? That my team was doing such an amazing job that my customers didn't even care who the owner was. My employee was taking the leadership position and making a bigger impact than I was. But I still see so many women entrepreneurs who talk themselves out of hiring because they are afraid to give up control in their business. And I get it. Your business means everything to you. You created it and have so much invested in it, and it's your name and money on the line. What you have to understand, though, is that when you let go of control by hiring people to take things off your plate, you give yourself space to grow and expand and focus on your strengths while also allowing your team to do the same. If you can do this, if you can find a team that loves your business as much as you do and who are completely passionate about what they do, then the possibilities for how your business can serve others will grow in ways you can't even begin to imagine yet. And it all starts with letting go of the do-it-all mentality and being open and confident in creating a hiring process that allows you to find these amazing people. I'm not talking about a hiring process that goes something like you post an opening on your Facebook page, then you interview that person who's also your best friend or sister or neighbor, and then after training them, you step away and hope that they do what you need them to. That sounds crazy, right? But so many of us go into hiring in this kind of haphazard way because it's daunting and we don't really know where to start. If you have people on your team but feel like you constantly need to be checking in on them and are afraid to give them complete ownership of tasks and projects, it might be because you hired this way and don't really know them or trust that they align 100% with your mission. Hiring right starts long before you create a job opening. It starts with all of the things we've been talking about on the show. You first have to know your own strengths and what tasks you have on your plate that don't align with those so you can give them to someone else who would enjoy them. You also have to know your core values and mission like the back of your hand, because if you don't, how can you expect to find people who are passionate about the same things as you are? You have to create a job description and application process with questions that are going to help you really know your employees, not just know their skills and what they can do, but the real human stuff like how they handle stress, what tasks light them up, how they respond to an upset customer, or how they handle a disappointment or setback. You'll also need expectation agreements so everyone is on the same page about what is expected of them and their role and how they show up every single day. These are things you want to know about someone before you hire them, not after. This is kind of a quick recap of everything I've been teaching you on season two of the podcast. So if you haven't listened to it all yet, grab your laundry or walking shoes with some earbuds or plug in on your drive home and start back at episode number 13. Shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram. If you have any questions along the way, I would love to help. Hiring right is just step one in letting go. Once you have a team, you have to empower your employees to grab the metaphorical wheel and actually take ownership of your business. Maybe you're doing this right now, or maybe you've worked somewhere and a boss did this to you, but when a manager is constantly checking in on her employees and micromanaging every little thing they do, people feel the opposite of capable. The brutal truth is if you hired someone to do something, but you still check in with them every step of the way and they feel like they have to be holding your hand the entire time, that is not letting go of control. This is an example of guarding control so fiercely that you actually create more work for yourself because now on top of everything else, you have to worry and hover over another person too. You hired someone to do a job so you could have your time back, right? So let them do their job. If you hire right, the worry and lack of trust in this person will not be an issue. Now, when you really let go and give your employee control over their tasks, two important things are going to happen. The first is they are going to fail. Yep, (laughs) you heard me right. They are going to mess up and make mistakes, some of which will cost you money. Failing is a word we tend to run from. Nobody wants to fail at things. You don't, and neither do I. But you guys, being a human means failing from time to time. It's just how we learn and grow. There is so much beauty in failure because it means once you dust yourself off and get back up, you are going to know so much more than you did before. I never get upset at my team if they fail. I don't care if the mistake costs us thousands of dollars. And yes, this has happened to us before. I still won't be upset because they are going to learn from that mistake and it won't happen again. One time in particular comes to mind. We had borrowed about $1,200 worth of clothes to a fashion show and allowed them to use them in the show, but when we went to pick up our borrowed inventory after the event, it was gone. Someone had somehow taken it all. It wasn't the event's fault. It just happened, and that was a loss to us and a definite failure. But we learned from this lesson pretty quickly. Now, when we borrow close to an event, we have an entire checkout sheet that lists every piece that is leaving the store and the price of each item. So whoever borrows that merchandise has to sign off on an agreement that if they fail to return it, they are responsible for paying the damaged or missing items. We failed. We made a mistake, but at the end of the day, we moved forward and we were better because of it and we did so without tempers flaring or persecuting the person who always feels bad enough for letting the team down. You don't need to rub failures in someone's face. I promise if you've hired the right person, they are already beating themselves up enough. Your job is to sit down with them, tell them it's okay, and ask what they learned from the mistake so that it won't happen again. I highly recommend that you give your team room to fail. You have to let your employees go out and make mistakes. And that starts with you creating a culture where they aren't afraid of growing or getting things wrong. The second thing that will happen when you really let go is that your employees will take ownership of the business. This is where you'll get to that point when someone can walk into your store or email your business and feel excited about talking to someone other than you. Because you own your business, you want it to succeed. But imagine having a whole team of people working with you who want the same thing. They are going to take care of things when you're gone, help save you time by doing tasks, and so much more, all because they want the business to succeed just as much as you do. Your team will not feel ownership if they have to check in with you for every decision. They won't feel ownership if you have to oversee and approve everything they do. If you hired someone, trained them, and know they are capable, but this person still is afraid to take ownership and wants to ask you questions and get your feedback over the smallest of things, then you need to say to them, hey, I trust you. I hired you for a reason and I know you can do this. If you need me, I'm here, but try and do it on your own. And then if you still need help, come back to me, but you've totally got this. Then let them do what you hired them to do and give them the space to succeed and learn or fail and learn. Either way, it'll be a lovely experience for them. Step back and take your hand out of it completely. If you want, use a task management system like Asana so you can check in on what tasks everyone is working on without having to interrupt their workflow or micromanage them. You have to let people step into the role you hired them for so they can own that role and feel that level of ownership in your business. That way, they will want to succeed right alongside you and work for something more than a paycheck. Friends, being an entrepreneur isn't easy and it isn't for the faint of heart, but when you have a team you've hired and hand-selected the right way who will stand behind you and care about your business like you do, they show up like an owner, they step in when times get hard, and they lessen the burdens and blows during the difficult moments, it really is possible to grow a business without letting it consume your life. When you hire the right people, get out of their way and relinquish that control. I know it has been one of the biggest game changers in my own business in life, and I promise you'll be so happy you did it too. If this episode inspired you, could you take a moment before you go and leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts? It helps this message reach even more women business owners like yourself and encourages me to keep creating content that matters. And if you're ready to hire the right people for your small business, my course, The Hiring Blueprint, is now live and it will walk you step-by-step on how to bring the right people on your team so you can start letting go of control. Simply click the link in the show notes or visit businessonpurpose.co. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you.